burst through like a bull. Don't argue. Uses the 15. Oh. How good is that? Plays on. Seconds only remaining. They've got to take a mark. Yeah! Dixon has taken a mark. Shoots for goal. He kicks the goal and Hawthorne wins the game. Hello and welcome to Don't Argue Power by Crown Bet, the Thursday edition. That's when we bring a champion data's Jacob Wilson in. Welcome, Jakey. Hey, Dicko. Jay Clark, the news hound from the Herald Sun, is going to break an absolute cracking story. So it's going to be at the end of this podcast. So make sure you tune in the whole <laughs> way through. And that couldn't be uh, any more fabricated than <laughs> to, just, to, to, to get our listeners to stick. He just got the phone out to start texting all his sources. <laughs> no, nah, we've got plenty to talk about. To go, he's out for the weekend, which is massive ramifications for what a big clash it's going to be, Richmond and Collingwood. Before we get into the games, let's talk about the recap for you blokes last week. You blokes have 12 bets each. Jay Clark, I can't miss five greens and a multi. Jacob Wilson, well, you got four, but you're still uh, just really all, just laboring. Look at the ones I missed, though. They were all outsiders. So I don't want to hear your excuses, my you, friend. You can just, you know, you can take the two-foot part, or you can try and drain one from 20 metres away. Oh. As you know, we're trying to raise money for uh, Neil Danaher's Freeze MND cause, and uh, Crown Better got some concerns that I'm actually going to win too much money. That, I'm, that, 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 that big slide <laughs> at the MCG is going to be gold-plated next year. I'm going that way. Mate, to be honest, if you're going down the slide, I'm paying to see that because you've been in a good pasture. Your backside, a couple, oh, of, no. a couple of buffaloes wrestling on under a doona. So I don't reckon that's getting on the slide at all. All right, Jacob Wilson, you want to kick it off with the top four. Yeah. It's getting down to the business end. Where do you see it shaping? Well, just looking for a bit of value um, in that top four market. And the team that is really firming your boys, Dicko, uh, GWS. Yes. They have a very easy run home. The third easiest of any side. They're into $2.35. I think that's still a bit long. Uh, and this week will be a massive week to determine that. They're going to smash St Kilda. Yeah, but they need to get... <laughs> Don't you comment, <laughs> They need to just keep getting these wins because they, every win for them, they need to just keep getting that win and win and win because they're that half game back. It's not about percentage. They just need to keep ticking them over um, and getting up there. Who's the going to miss? The one that I like to actually miss finals all the way out are the Swans. Now, you look at their run home. Tough tough. run. They've got the Bombers, then they've got the Pies, then they've got the Demons, the Giants, and the Hawks. They're all They might not win. They might not win a single game. They'd be starting favourites in maybe one or two of those. But realistically, let's say they win two games. That'll put them on 13 wins and a percentage which is pretty ordinary. They're only sitting on 114. That's right. And we're saying they're going to lose... Let's say they lose Mm -hmm. three more games. The, the chasing pack where you look at their percentage, you've got Geelong on uh, 118 and Hawthorne on 119, Melbourne on 127. So they, they need to be a game clear of these guys or they're going to drop all the way out. So they're paying $3.30 at the moment to drop out of the eight. Just get, they, they couldn't even beat Gold Coast last week. But mm. What makes you think they're going to beat any of these? They're uh, cooked, are they? This is Sydney cooked. Oh, they is that what we come to? They looked so lethargic last week. And I don't think that's the t- tiring of the season. I just think they've got no speed. They really don't. They they were getting outrun on the outside. Lockie Weller was helping himself to whatever he wanted on the outside. He was walking out of stoppages. Like yeah. Sydney don't do that. They don't and have a quick midfield. You got Hewitt. You got Kennedy. They they need a bit of. They really need Heaney in there. Mm. Um, 
Gary Rowan up forward, but they, they lack a lot of speed. They've got some speed in the forward line, but that midfield group is a slow bunch of guys. And their back line, uh, Reg Grundy two weeks ago, just rested, managed, you know, a little bit of a weary body, and then playing in the Neefel last week, can't get in the game. Alir Alir is having a fair say of that, though. I think oh, he no equaled doubt. the season record on the weekend for most intercept possessions in a match. So right? poor Reg just gave up his spot for one week, and yeah. he's lost it. Don't do that. Uh, last bloke to do that was Simon Taylor for the Hawks and Mr. Flag, so <laughs> you never give up your spot. Uh, welcome, Squizzy. Um, <laughs> all right. The other one I want to talk about is Melbourne. they got the Crows, right? And they got Gold Coast. Could be a danger game. Could be not. Let's be honest. The Sydney Swans, West Coast, and Giants. You don't Can think they, they make it? I don't think they make it. You don't think they make it? I, I, I'm going the complete other way. I think they're great value for the flag. You can get them at $15 for the flag. They've lost... Oh. All of their matches, which have been decided by under 10 points. Shut so if you actually take reboot, my But money. if you reverse those four matches, you know, Maxi Gorns kicks one through and Zach Toy sprays one off. If you actually reverse those matches, they lost to the Saints by two points. You reverse those results, they'd be on top of the ladder. Oh, so they're yeah. only about two or three kicks from being the best team in the league at the moment. Um, and instead, I reckon just they win this weekend. And everyone gets obsessed in this industry with win W's and L's. And they're getting a few hours when they should be getting W's. Mate, for a man who comes from data background and you're going, oh, if this happened and what if this happened and this happened, mate, if I was six foot five, I'd have four million dollar properties. I'd be I'd be a key position back in me day. I wouldn't be a decoy <laughs> yeah, forward. Don't underestimate. Only the work with what you got, there mate. There is so much luck in AFL football that the two points or a, you know what we saw on the weekend. It was a kick after the siren. It was ten seconds. Was got to be good player to that. kick after the siren too. There's so much luck in footy. <laughs> Just look at what they're doing. Not not on the W's and L's. Do you think they the win time. this weekend? I think they will. Oh, you really? Yep. They're the outsider. Yep. yep. Well, we'll Adelaide get to that a bit later. In a row. But, uh, we will. All right. Let's uh, quickly just touch on, follow us on Twitter at Donagi for your chance to win tickets every single week. Essendon and the Sydney Swans. And we've just spoken about Adelaide and Melbourne, your chance to get tickets. Uh, if you haven't picked up already, uh, Jay's a bit hungover from his big night <laughs> last night. So hopefully he's as sharp as attack. Because... I was crunching up last night, crunching the numbers, mate. Yeah, Getting the only thing the you odds. were crunching <laughs> were peronies. All right, let's start on Friday night. Essendon and Sydney. I think Essendon get it done. They're aggressive. They take it on. Sydney... Well, they're running on their heels at the moment and uh, no chance of tearing an Achilles because there's no forward movement in the old thighs. <laughs> Essendon are the form team of the competition at the moment. They won, seven, won seven of the last nine. If you look at the ladder over that last form nine team, weeks, Essendon. I think they're sitting just second, right on the border of uh, sitting top over that last nine weeks. So don't... Right, they, they, they last been, uh, when remember that game against West Coast? They made them look silly, and then West Coast have gone on one four on the trot. Yep. Don't um, take them too lightly. I tell you what's been a I'm great move: um, sending Kale Hooker back. He should just be should have played back. You that. Wait, all, he's gone back forward time. last week all season. Did he? Yeah, he went forward because late when McKernan went down, they always had to flip in. You know who I'm looking forward to see? James Stewart. No, who? Aaron Francis. Oh, he's yes. been carving oh, up. How could you miss him? You've been pushing for him for three That's weeks. That's true. That's he's true. As a, I said, it was a big night. He's a super talent. <laughs> and there might be a few Adelaide clubs uh, swooping in on him at the end of the year. Don't say anything. There was that scoop him. at the end, but Jacob Wilson's oh, just sorry, no. <laughs> What about Gold Coast? Why wouldn't he go to Gold Coast? What's Because he's an Adelaide boy? Yeah, I know. Um, so I think he, he's homesick. He said at the start Gold of the year he's homesick. Oh um, I think a lot of people who go to Gold Coast get a bit more homesick, right? Yeah. <laughs> a bit less. So. I'm, I'm back in the Swans here, a proud club, and I think for one more week um, they can get the done. So I like Swans 
one to thirty nine two fifty five. I'm taking Essendon by the line, and which is only four points, but I'll just juicing juicing it up a bit. All right, match of the round. I mentioned Dagoe off the top has a stressy in the leg only a couple of weeks, according to Bucks. So that's going to be a big one uh, come finals time. Hopefully, it's a disaster though for the Pies. He has to play. Yep. For them uh, to win. For them to be a premiership You wouldn't normally contender. say that, would you? Well, he's number one at the club for goals yep. per game and number one at the club for assists per game. So not only does he kick him, but he also sets him up. And yep. then I think he's in the top four for centre clearances. So he also wins it out of the middle. Mm. He is a complete uh, mid-forward. If he actually played the whole season, he'd be in all showing I reckon Richmond are just starting to hit their straps. It's pretty frightening can what they're they going to produce. stay up for two years, Dicko? Absolutely. Can, can they just stay up? It's extraordinary. Well, you can stay up because it's all about the hunger and they look hungry. And I think their game stacks up. Jacob Wilson will back this up. Their handball game's at a level which we haven't seen for a number of years. Well, it's staggering because every other team, you you listen to the commentators, they do one handball and they go, oh, you can't handball forward, you can't handball forward. It really gets you into trouble. Well, the team of handballs forward more than the other team <laughs> is the Tigers. Yep. They're mm. getting 500 metres gained from these handballs. The person who um, epitomises that is Shane Edwards with what he can create with these crafty handballs forward. And that just sets everything in motion. So what they do um, compared to what the rest of the league does is they can handball forward and control the chaos that that creates. Isn't no that like, revision mirror at the Tiger Land. Yeah. Aren't they like their um, handball meterage is like 8,000 metres or something? 8,000 for the year. And I think the next best is like 4,000. Yeah. They're, they're a mile like in front of the yeah. What they do compared to what the rest of the league does is yep. just poles apart. That said, I think Collingwood uh, is going to focus heavily this week on its ball use, right? Trying to kick into the forward line. They know that Rance and Asprey are going to line up um, <clears throat> forward of the ball and and they need Cox in particular to halve that aerial contest because at ground level, they think they've got speed there and Will Hoskin Elliott, um, Josh Thomas and Jaden Stevenson. So I like the Pies at the line, plus 20. I go for Richmond by the line, and I think they've got no one that can handle Jack Rewalt up forward. I think their tallest defender might be 190 centimetres. Yeah. Um, and as we said, no to Goey. I think that means that Alex Rance has a bit more freedom down back. Well, who does Alex Rance play on? Don't really mind. Yeah, it's hard to know, Just isn't it? Just because he can feed off them. Well, that pretty much plays into Richmond's hands, so they'll get the job done. All right. Geelong, who had an absolute uh, beauty last week against Melbourne. Uh, Zach Tui, the hero. GMHBA. Well, Brisbane, they've got to travel down not only to Melbourne, then get on that bus and get down to Geelong. So uh, Geelong, you would think, would get the job done and... Down there, they're coming off a big, big win. It's just a question, really, of how close we think the Lions can get. And I think it's pretty close. Yeah. They, they're coming. They're coming as a football club. And next year, they'll be, I think they'll be challenging for the eight. They've got a group of kids that have really taken a step forward in the last month. You look at people like Eric Hipwood. All of a sudden, he's taking, um, you know, he, he hadn't taken five marks in a game. He took six, three weeks in a row. Hugh McCluggage had won 20 disposals three times in his career. career. He's done it in the last five matches. Jared Berry? Jared Berry. You can go through them all. Alex Witherden's having 30 touches a game. I know Harris Andrews is even out. He'll be back next year. How's Reese Matheson going? Reese Matheson. Shotgun. It's just, he's just going okay. He's, he's, his progression's a bit slower than everyone else. But this group is genuinely coming. And I reckon they'll make the eight too next year. Yeah. Uh, How many wins do you need for the eight? 12? 12 wins. And what have they win. had this year? Uh, they're going to get. They're only going to get to five or six, but they once again they're in the same boat as Melbourne. They've lost all four of their matches, which have been decided by less than ten points. You reverse that again, give them those wins. They're up to you know nine or ten wins uh, by the end of the season, and right on the uh, knocking down the door. 
I like um, the Lions to get within the 33-point lead. Uh, margin, I think um, the line's pretty generous, so... Yeah, I'll have the the uh, the lines at the thirty three and a half line. Dicko, what well, quick question? Who's gonna be? Who's gonna have the better career overall, Andrew McGrath or Hugh McCluggage? I think Hugh McCluggage. I, I think they're both gonna be terrific players. Yes. Hugh McCluggage is gonna be very good in a in a winning team, and the reason that is is he's a loose ball player. He's not. He's an outside inside player. If yep. that makes sense, he wins his contested ball, but he doesn't do it in the trenches. He wins it on the outside. A ground so ball specialist. He's their number one loose ball get player this year, and he ranks about 10th of the club for hard ball. As I said, he, as the Lions have got better these last five weeks, Hugh McCluggage has gone through the roof, and we saw it at the Champs. as In a winning team, he could kick you a goal a game and probably have 25 touches. So at the end of their careers, who will have the better one? One name. McCluggage. McCluggage. Unanimous, mm, uh, I, like I would have thought. Yeah, I like absolutely. It. Um, yeah, I'm going with Brisbane by the line um, as well, Jay. Uh, just their form line is fantastic. All right, the Giants, we're going to do a fast 15 yep. this one against the Saints. Albeit, I know I lean towards the Saints a little bit here, but you're a Saints man, Jacob. The yep. last two times they've played, the Saints have won yep. convincingly and drawn. Yep. I don't think it happens again. She's <laughs> <laughs> I built that up Yeah, no, you really, you said it on T for me, and I uh, shanked it off into the next fairway. <laughs> um, but the, you can recover. The, the issue is the GWS have got their contested game going. And what people don't really appreciate about the Giants is they've ranked in the top four teams for contested ball in 2016, ranked in there for 2017. And in the last six weeks, they're winning contested ball by 28 per match. That's massive. 28, and wow. I think part of that is bringing Dawson Simpson into the middle yep. who's feeding their midfielders. Lob goes down forward. Lob goes down forward, but it's just this this midfield group are getting Kelly back. They're getting some pieces back. Um, I really fear for the Saints' um, midfield this week. I think they're going to get... Um, we normally see Toby Green there. with some midfield numbers. He's just permanent forward at the moment, mm. isn't he? Yeah, he's slowly transitioned to that role, and I think the fact that he's missed so much footy yeah. means he can't get Only five games this year. Yeah, just stick in the 50, kick us two goals a game. Yeah. I'm going to pick my own line here, boys. I like Giants minus 50 at $2.50. I'm with you, Jake. I think they could do a job and climb up the ladder. Yeah, I'm just going Giants by the line, which is sitting at 40. Come. All right, Gold Coast Suns and Carlton. Uh, I'm doing this game for Fox Footy, Fast 15. Interesting game of footy. Gold Coast last week, looking at it, nothing structurally different. They were just Their pressure was really good for four quarters. Lockie Weller had an outstanding game, came yeah, to his own on the outside. As we said, Stephen May took seven or eight or ten. ten. Intercept, he broke ten. equal the record for intercept marks, but... A couple it, of chesties in there too. It's the most staggering, staggering result I can remember. Mm. That there's no way Gold Coast should have won. They lost David Swallow before the game as well. He was one of their most reliable midfielders. It just it still blows my mind they won that game, and it wasn't a fluke. They deserved it. Yeah, they, they did. smashed them. They yep. smashed them for three quarters in a row. You thought Sydney would just come back. At no stage did Sydney get any ascendancy in the last three quarters of the match. Well, Sydney were 29 points up at quarter time. The Giants went in with a six point lead. Then they went to 20 at three-quarter time and thinking, oh, they're going to fall over. Sydney kicked the first two goals and they win by 24. So not only did they uh, withstand the pressure, Stuart Gill, I spoke to after the game. Remember their last quarters were horrendous. Yeah. They addressed that after the bye and they stood up. So I can't see Carlton getting within um, the postcode in this one. Uh, I think they can be a little bit more competitive than that, Dicko. Um I like Gold Coast one to thirty nine um, at two bucks. I like actually what Stuart Dew for all the negativity about Gold Coast. I think I like they got the right man oh, yeah. uh, at their driver's seat in Dewey. Yep. So they have the Suns one to thirty nine chalk up back to back wins. I still can't believe that the Gold Coast won last week. So I think you can get some value on the the Blues. I think they're just yeah. as bad as each other. Yeah. And last week, 
I think it's an anomaly. I'm happy to. You get three dollars thirty on Carlton. Yeah. I think back that in and say, nah, Gold Coast aren't any good. <laughs> All right. One quick question: Who's got a better starting twenty-two right at this point? Taking into account the injuries for both teams, and who's out? I, I Carlton. I think Carlton, Carlton because has. they've got they've got two star players. I don't think Gold Coast has anyone that you could class as even in the top twenty percent of the league. Who's their best? Who's Gold Coast's best player? May. Is he in the best twenty? Is he you know, the best ten key defenders in the league? He's on the board, and maybe I reckon he's just. Scratching. I would say Paddy Cripps is in the top ten mids, and Charlie Kerno is easily in the top ten forwards. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move to the next game. Which oh, I tell you what, licking my lips about this it's one. It's a beauty. Adelaide and Melbourne. Melbourne. Jager's pretty you. Uh, ha- pretty uh, unanimous that uh, Melbourne will make the eight. They break our hearts oh. at Champion of the Demons every week. Well, they deserve to win every single. They had fifteen more injuries. They had ten more shots at goal. And it Bang just took, buck. and it was just the accuracy from um, Tom Hawkins and the, and the Cats in that last quarter. They kicked eight goals straight to run out of the top of them. There you go. It's just a game Melbourne should have won, as it was in round one where they dominated the Cats. Adelaide get a few back once again. So we got Walker. Um, yeah, off, off suspension. Yeah, off suspension. So I think they're starting to get a little bit of structure. And Melbourne, albeit, Jay, there's five rounds to go, get a little bit shaky towards this part of the year because they're thinking... Eyes ahead, we're going to play finals footy. I like him to upset the Crows in this one. Uh, and I think, although Clayton Oliver's yeah. got to play. I was going to say, what he's it, the big was astronaut. Was it a yes. Have you got a scoop? Have you got the scoop? Um, he's got a dollop. He's got a dollop. I think, he's, I think there is um, some doubt over him. He's, so he's, they're going to test him. He's almost, as I think I said it last time, I think he's almost the best player in the league at the moment. Yeah. Um, if he, he misses, get on board the Crows. Yep. But if he plays... Yep. Demons two dollars fifteen. Yeah, um, I wonder whether the heartbreak of last weekend might go in their favour. The galvanised. Yeah, I, I just. We'll go the other one. I reckon it's got um, uh, that sort of feel. Um, just Jordan Lewis's three hundredth. Yep. At the top of your head, uh, Jacob. How do you reckon he's going? Do you reckon he's in their finals team? Is he in their best team, Jordan Lewis? Yeah. Just clearly? for their not clearly, but at, at his current form, he'd have to, he'd have to drop off because okay. what he provides them is something they lack, which is a bit of leadership. And you saw it late in that match um, with that chain that went all the way down the field. Yep. There's too many uh, Melbourne players who are disorganised and Jordan Lewis is one person who can get them in order. I'll tell you what else he provides. If you watch him closely and look at his stats, he always starts the chain. He's always got that composed kick yep. in him and Melbourne sometimes lack that. So not because uh, I know Taz, but he's a chameleon. He j- he's just blended in the, his whole career. Like He goes with what's there. Do you reckon so. he'll play next year? I feel he will because they're going to come into a pretty exciting period, Melbourne, and I think they still need those guys around. Mm. And I, isn't there? Aren't we seeing more and more though the value of having yes, experienced people Absolutely. on your list like Jared McVeigh? Yeah. Look, he might not be the best. He might be a twentieth best player in his year, thirtieth best player on your list. You still might need him in your best twenty-two, and if he's not, he's going to be good coaching down at Even uh, if he Casey. Played Fifteen games next yeah. year. I reckon yeah. that's a great win. I, I think his body's fine. If your body's fine, footy field. It doesn't know yeah. how old and you pe- are. People with good character can last a long time yeah. in the game. And he's, and he's certainly got that. Do him and Joe say would like each other? Wouldn't have a clue. Why? <laughs> Just a bit of question. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like Melbourne 1-39. to 39. If Clayton Oliver is playing, if yeah. he doesn't play, then get on the yeah. Crows. But Melbourne 1-39, to 275. Was that a Jacob? loaded bit? A uh, loaded... Um, I just, gun? I just, question? I'm a, I'm a journalist I'm, who asks the questions. Oh, okay, right <laughs> That's I'm holding one. off until team selections, and then when I say see Oliver sitting in the middle of the ground, I'll bet on the Demons. All right, uh, North Melbourne, West Coast. Better uh, around. Oh, Pack your uh, duffel coats with uh, plenty down there at Blundstone <laughs> Arena. 
North, I reckon, are just starting to run out of juice. Petrol lights on, and uh, they're a long way from Kansas Totale. And then you got West Coast, it just got the eye on the prize. So I think, I know they're pretty hard to beat down there, but West Coast, you can't see them losing this one, Jacob. They're, West Coast have really hit their straps. Uh, yeah, and they've absorbed this hit of losing that new like I don't think anyone predicted. And the reason behind that is they've got Lyset. And you look at other teams when they lose their Ruckman like Sanderlands and they've had to go to Apness and Scott Jones and you lose Paddy Ryder and they're using yeah. Dixon and they're using Westhoff and that throws out your whole structure. Luckily for West Coast, they had someone waiting in the wings in Lyset who was already in their best 22. Even um, Nathan Vardy played almost every game last mm. year for them. So they're not as impacted as we th- might have thought they were. Um, and that forward line is the best in the league when it's up and running. I'm almost tempted to go West Coast 40-plus here at six bucks. But, um, look, I'll just take him uh, at the win, uh, for the win, $1.92, uh, head-to-head. They've won one out of their two games down at Blundstone Arena. And I'm with you, Dick. I think the North train is just starting to slow up in season 2018. But the North train is slowing up. But if they can get the win here, two, two. they have the Lions, they have the Bulldogs, they have the Saints still to come. So yeah. they could, if they win this, they could... They're danger games when... You know what it's like? You don't, actually. Um, <laughs> I was just, no, when you can't make finals as a player... Yeah, I remember that. Back you're just jumping out of your ground because you're going, the holiday's around the corner, we're just going to swing the willow, away we go. So that's what happens. So <laughs> North, gone. with everything on the line, they go, oh, we might be able to play finals. They just get rolled here or there. They are 12. That was pretty good there, wasn't it? That was yeah, I'm not allowed to comment on Sorry, that. Mate. I wouldn't know. Would <laughs> yeah. So let's just leave it at that. Uh, they are 12 out of 14 at, uh, at, down there at uh, Blundstone Arena. Yeah. They take that fortress very seriously. Yeah, it's just, it, I think if you can see the, uh, the ruse getting an edge up, Maybe yeah. just have a look at the future markets and have a look at the top eight. But, All right. um, I, yeah, I'm with you, though. And North uh, West Coast Eagles uh, should easily get this done. All right. <laughs> Western Bulldogs in Port Adelaide at Mars Stadium, I tell you. Ballarat. Uh, got the uh, weather chart here. A minimum of five, maximum of nine, 60% chance of rain. Uh, leave me out of that one. I might clean the barbie. Uh, that's going to be an absolute slugfest, isn't it? Yeah. I've, the problem for the power as well is they don't, Seem to have the... 30-kilometre 30, 30 winds. <laughs> it's going to be like Forest Cup. The rain was coming sideways. Even coming straight up. Uh, um, I think the power just lack um, a bit of firepower, if uh, you forgive the pun, in the forward half at the moment. They're only scoring about 82 points per game. And now that Ryder is out, um, still going to be missing this match. They've had to take Dixon out to play the ruck. They've had to take West off out. Wingard's had to come out because he's been uh, far more impactful in uh, the midfield and up forward. They recruited three guys to um, play in that forward line, I think, at times. And those three guys so far have contributed 23 goals in 16 weeks of footy. And that would be a massive disappointment for them because they mm. need to get their scoring up to three goals a game if they want to be a genuine contender. So I think the Port win, but I, I'm going 1-39 to because I can't see them putting them out of the game. I'm going to get a total game score. A uh, bit of a slugfest, wet conditions, boring as batshit, $1.65 to be under 160 points, Dicko. Well, interesting game of footy at Mars Stadium. Western Bulldogs, they'll have to pull something out of their anus to get over the line here. <laughs> Against Port Adelaide. Um, but we're going to enjoy this one, no doubt. All right, let's move on to the final game for Your the round. Yeah. Frio hosting Hawthorne. 
Optus Stadium. What a stadium that one is. All right, I reckon the Hawks will get the job done because the Hawks just get over there against Fremantle, their kicking game. Jacob, what do you think? We've got no Fife still. No We've got five. no Sandy. No, Sandy's a maybe. Possible. It's a maybe. Sean Darcy is a maybe. Uh, but the Hawks, uh, you, sorry, you have to give credit where credit's due for Fremantle at home. They've yeah. been very competitive this year, so there is um, reason to think that they'll at least stay in this match because every time they've come home, their um, especially their youth, um, has really performed. Is Tom Mitchell um, destructive or damaging with his possessions? Well, controversially, we only have him as an above-average player this year. Now, he's getting the ball 36 times per game, but we think players... Um, who either win the ball um, more contested than he does or who can use the ball a lot better, have more impact on the match. So, mm. um, the I think we were chasing 900 possessions for the player. year, weren't we? He's chasing eight, he's, he's, he's genuine chance to get 800 this year. Yep. Um, and then if he played a bit of finals, he could get up to 900. Is Tom Mitchell elite? Champion data say no. Champion data say no, and that's purely based around, he. yes, he, he's an elite ball winner, but he's not an elite ball user. And um, people like Pendlebury who... Can use the ball and win it themselves. Who loves his podcast, by the way? It does love the podcast. Well, shout out to Pendles. We, you are an elite player. Tom we, Mitchell is not. You saying um, Scott Pendlebury listens to our podcast? Yeah, every week. Does he really? Yep. Congratulations, he Pendles. Uh, he uh, loves the golden uh, insights that we provide. Oh, he's a numbers man, Pendles. I think he'll uh, end up being a, a very good coach or an analyst. How many times a week club? does he annoy you for like? Head start reports, etc. Ah, uh, the Collingwood. Uh, the, he's in the he's in the Collingwood analyst office a fair bit. I think they, <laughs> they, I think they try and keep him out of there though because they realise he's he's got a bit of talent in the area. So let's just Ooh. keep him playing for as long as we can. Oh, he's a bit of an Urkel, is he? Yeah, he, well, he's a numbers it. man. He doesn't miss anything. I oh, know he doesn't. He uh, he loves it. Old Pendles. All right, now what are you doing in this game? You've said it already. Hawks one to thirty nine. Yep. Fremantle stay competitive, but the Hawks need this to. Uh, to be a top 18. Same with me. It's uh, $2.05 Hawks on a 39. Alright, let's take our first and only break here on Don't Argue. Powered by Crown Bet after the break. The boys, uh, best bet for Fight MND. We'll get their roughy, their multi, and then we'll uh, tell you your chance to win some tickets to a couple of footy games this weekend. Tapped it back to the advantage. Look at the runners they've got. Men and gold and mop off. Mop off the cockatoo. Little bit of a bubble. Oh, a stiff arm on camera. He said get Welcome back to Don't Argue, powered by Crownbet. All right, Fight MND, it's such a great cause. The boys have been raising all year. What do you like, Jacob Wilson? I like the Demons, uh, so long as Clayton Oliver gets picked. Jay Clark. My best bet is West Coast Eagles into GWS Giants, and that is two bucks. Just double your money, Dicko. Just put a ton down and turn it into two. Best Rafi. The Blues. Yeah. I know, I can't Ooh. believe I'm saying it, but the Suns. Yep. have been so poor for 10 weeks in a row. Just one, uh, that might be the cat out of the bag, not the uh, not the bag of cats. Jay Clark? <laughs> um, I'm with you. Blues. Yeah, I mean, Gold Coast could dish up anything. Cat out they? of the so... bag. Uh, unbelievable. I think it's been our best. I just said it, mate. What? I said the best roughy, the Blues. Oh, I thought you were saying you this the best podcast you do. Oh. oh, it is our best episode, I yeah, think. Yeah, there's no doubt. All right, the best multi. Jacob Wilson, uh, just to, uh, you got a big Roy Orbison next to last week, so you better lift. Oh, this this is a good one. Okay, uh, going for the going <laughs> for the Eagles into the power into the demons, and then hopefully last week you know what stitched me up last week. Well, I had I put Sydney into my multi Ooh. as you know one of those little cheap fillers as a dollar three fillers to beat the Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was the one of the legs that ended up failing. <laughs> 
Uh, but my cheap wheat leg this week is GWS dollar thirteen, and that that will get you six dollars. The fillers. Yeah. <laughs> you know the cheap little ones. You yeah, put yeah, them in, yeah, you put yeah. your two in, and you go. They bring oh, you on I can put a dollar ten in there. <laughs> I can put another dollar twenty, and that'll really bump up the odds. Mine is similar. I'll have. Um, I did really like Collingwood, but I'm not going to include it now that Dugowie's not um, playing. But uh, West Coast head to head, GWS head to head, Melbourne head to head. If Oliver's playing, so that's what three legs, four thirty-two. All right, outstanding work today, Jacob Wilson. Thanks very much. Always a pleasure to go. Jay Clark, what an unbelievable effort to come into the studio today after your operation. You had a personality bypass and uh, he's lifted great. <laughs> All right, Lee, go, quick one before we go. Yeah. Have you got a problem with the Gold Coast captain Tom Lynch um, meeting and talking to other clubs? Absolutely not. He should be talking to as many clubs as he possibly can. It's his future. They know he's leaving. He should be meeting as many clubs as he possibly can and we know it's obviously down to two. What do you think, Jacob? I'm you a big a fan of American sports, and they do it very well over there where there's none of this nonsense. Any tampering. So have you got a problem with him as a captain of the football club, talking to others in season? No, I have, I have a problem with the leagues not banning it for everyone. It's a bad look? It's a bad look. Why can't we all just leave this until October? All right. Thanks very much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Follow us on Twitter at Don't Argue. For your chance to win footy tickets, Essendon and Sydney is going to be an absolute belter on Friday night. And then we've got Adelaide and Melbourne. We'll catch you next week. Special guest on Monday with Wayne Carey, Jay Clark and Ben Dixon. You've been listening to Don't Argue, powered by Cranberry.